Welcome to the Mike and Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Mike, here with Micah, and joining us for the first time this year is Rob. Rob, Rob how's it going? How's your year been so far? Hey, 2020 has been a blessing, man. Happy to make it. Happy New Year, fellas. And Micah, too, I, hope you're doing, I hope you're doing good, Micah. Yes, sir, bro. Walk hard. I just, hey, let's, let's get into it. <laughs> exactly. Wildcard weekend, we're going to be talking about that today. A lot of good games coming up. Uh, this weekend we have we have a bunch of good ones, a lot of surprising teams actually, with the Patriots and the Saints being here for a wild card week, weekend. But that just shows how good both the NFC and AFC have been this year. We're gonna get right into it with the first game. It's always the first game. You can count on the Texans and the AFC South being in that first Saturday slot game. The Houston Texans versus the Buffalo Bills. The Houston Texans are favored by three points. The over under for this game is forty one and a half. I'll start with you, Rob. What are your thoughts on this game, and who do you have winning? My thoughts on this game is basically who can put up more points at the end of the day. Because Buffalo Bill offense, I mean, they 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 give out seventeen at best, you know, with Josh Allen. But they 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 really don't. They have a deep threat with John Brown, but that's about it. I mean, dealing with what they got. I mean, they rushing attack is so so, but they defense is what they bank up on. So it's really that Buffalo Bills defense against Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre Hopkins, that's about it. But I'm gonna give it to them just because they're at home. But it's gonna be a dirty game, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo win. I give I give it to the Texans by like by like three, bro. Like 20, 20, 2017, really. That's what I'm thinking. Michael, yeah, bro. Um, every reason you just said for the Texans to probably be the winners of this, I'm gonna take for the Bills. Um, simply because I think it'll definitely be a defensive matchup. Um. I think it'll be uh, if it was a three point spread in the other way, I'll give it to the Bills. Um, their defense is lights out. It's uh, top five defense this year. Their defense um, is real. Yeah, they're by statistics wise. And, you know, by just the eye test, too. They are like that. Tredavious White is having a crazy all pro type of season. On um, that rushing attack, which you need to play, uh, win the play, excuse me, yeah, win playoff football is what I feel like is going to get them uh, the win today. Um, you know, and the quarterback play is stark. Yeah. We all know Deshaun Watson is way better of a, a talent than Josh Allen, but Josh Allen's been winning games. He won 10 games this year as a starter. Uh, he's an effective quarterback, and uh, I like how they're using him. Uh, they're not asking him to put up 300 yards a game, and they're not asking him to get outside, uh, you know, make throws outside he needs to be. He just control the game and let the defense and the running game do their job, and that's playoff football. So, using his um, Yeah, and, you know, he's, does, he hasn't made a lot of stupid decisions this year, uh, clearly because of the 10-6 and 6 record. So I would take the Bills on um, the Texans. As much as I want them to win, and as much as I love the black quarterback and Sean Watson paired up with DeAndre Hopkins, um, I don't like how they've been performing in, in situations where I feel like they should win or they should take control of the games. Um, their offense hasn't necessarily been the best. Yes, you can consider it uh, one of the top half of the league uh, offense, but their defense is, is atrocious. Um, and, you know, for as good <laughs> – no, really, their defense is bad. And, and for what Deshaun Watson should be and for what the offense should be um, – I just haven't seen them produce the best, so I'll have to take the Bills, like you said, maybe by like three points. It's going to be a very close game. The the way I the same way I feel about Deshaun Watson, and I mean the same way I feel about Seattle and Russell Wilson, the same way I feel about Deshaun Watson and the Texans. They're too dependent on their quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree there. Um, I think this game comes down to Tre'Davious White versus DeAndre Hopkins, and that's essentially what it is. Everything is almost equal in the sense that. The Buffalo Bills defense is good enough to hold uh, the Texans offense, and the Buffalo Bills offense doesn't have enough firepower to put up a lot of points. So I do believe it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I believe it comes down to can Hop win his matchups against White. If he is able to, 
I think the uh, the Texans are going to win this game. If he's not, it's going to be the Bills. And looking at this game, I do believe that Hopkins is going to be able to win his matchup. So I have to go with the I have to go with the Texans here. I think that we never know what type of Texans team we're getting week to week. We saw That's the Texans the beat. Um, we saw the Texans beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We saw the Texans beat the Patriots. But we also saw the Texas team blow uh, games that they easily should have won against exactly. the Broncos. They put up duds. So it's like that Eagles to that Broncos. Yeah, of course. So you, like you never know what game you're going to get from uh, from the Texans and whatever team we get this week. If it's the good team that we saw against that Chiefs and the uh, Patriots, they're going to be able to win this game pretty easily. If it's the team we saw against uh, the Broncos, it's going to be more of a dogfight. But I do believe they're going to be locked in with a week off and everybody getting healthy, and Will Fuller is going to be back for this game. Uh, hopefully, he said he's questioning a uh, game-time decision, but they believe that he's going to play. So with that, another threat to help uh, Hopkins uh, help op- Hopkins get open, I do think the Texans have an ability uh, to win this game, and I do see them advancing to the next round against Kansas City. Moving on, we're going to move on to uh, the next game uh, on Saturday, the Tennessee Titans versus the New England, New England Patriots. The Patriots were comfortably in a bye until they lost to the Dolphins uh, the last week of the season when they were actively trying to win. Ryan Fitzpatrick was able to have a game-winning drive with basically for the Patriots the season on the line because the difference between playing in the wildcard weekend and having the first-round bye is huge, and they weren't able to get it done. The Tennessee Titans are one of the hottest teams in the NFL since switching to Ryan Tannehill. He has the top QBR in the League right now, and the New England Patriots are favored by five and a half. The over under for this game is forty three and a half, and there's supposed to be a blizzard. Blizzard Henry actually coming through to New England for the game on Saturday, so it should be a very interesting one, a very slug it out type of game. So I'll start with you here, Micah. What do you have in this game, and who do you have winning? Man, uh, it's funny you say Blizzard Henry because the Patriots are going to have such a bad time dealing with Derrick Henry. uh, from, in my <laughs> money, he's probably the best performing running back this year outside of, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Um, their rushing attack is disgusting. It's lethal. And I feel like um, their passing attack will be better by statistics uh, standards if Ryan Tannehill has started the whole season. But in saying that, I still don't believe there's much of a passing threat from the Titans, um, especially with the Patriots having, without a doubt, the best defense, the best passing defense. Um, maybe not the best rushing defense, but I- I'll give them that just because – that passing defense is so lethal that you can you can sack the box and you can play cover one man, which they've done basically all season and it works. Um, outside of AJ Brown for the Titans, I don't believe in any of their passing threats. Um, and you know, as, as I did mention, uh, you know, playoff football is won by defense and um and running the ball, but I I, I don't think if there's much of a passing threat, the run necessarily works. If you can stack the box against a team like the Titans, and you want, I, I, in my opinion, you want Ryan Tannehill to beat you. And mind you, he's been playing pretty good. He's been a serviceable, a serviceable quarterback, and that's why they're here in the playoffs. I would always take my money with Tom Brady over Ryan Tannehill. Um, game last, uh, the game against the Dolphins is a little bit alarming, just because it's like, you know, why did they drop that game? But at the end of the day, um, Bill Belichick will find a way to motivate his team, and I feel like if anything, that added fuel to the fire. And I feel like they get through the division around. Um, you know, in uh, the passing attack for the Pages hasn't necessarily been a strong suit anyway, but that's fine. They're not they're not going to need that, especially if you're talking about a blizzard coming through and it being inclement weather. Um, this is not going to be any problems. I, I feel like the Patriots handle their business and they play another tough nosed game. Um, I don't see uh more than you know I don't see a lot of points again. 
being um, scored in this game. It'll probably be a relatively close game, but I feel like the Patriots, in a way, control the game. Throughout, so I'll take the Patriots moving on. Rob? Well, that, that, that thought on, on inclement weather, that kind of threw, threw off my whole idea for the game, but I didn't know about that blizzard. That's going to be kind of a tough year. Yeah, it changes them, everything, bro. That's the, that, yeah, the weather changes everything. But honestly, bro, this game, to me, comes down to two things. One, can Bill Belichick scheme these guys open, as he's been doing with the with the little dump-off routes and the screens mm-hmm. and the trick plays they've been running to try to get up the field? And can the defense create turnovers? That's my – Cause if they don't, if they don't do them two things, they're not going to win this game. Like the the Titans, they average about twenty six points a game. Like that's just that's just stat wise. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots can barely score, so they they defense has to create turnovers to get them in good field position. So they be it be a sort of field for Tom Brady in that offense because they have no deep threat. And then now dealing with the weather, I mean, I still believe in I still believe in their passing game though because they set it up off the play action with Derrick Henry. So if Derrick Henry has a big game and then the Patriots have been shown that they can get blown over the top. That's what they have been shown. Like they, they got good skill guys back there and they're smart. But even even their best corner is very slow compared to NFL standards. And you know, AJ Brown has like his longest reception this year is ninety one yards. So the, boy can, so the boy can fly. The boy can fly. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. I the weather kind of just threw off my whole prediction. You telling me that, but I'm gonna have to go to Titans, bro. I'm gonna have mm. to go to Titans. I, I just, I can't, I can't really give you a score, but I just feel like they're gonna outscore them if their defense doesn't create turnovers. Mm. And I don't. And they've been, they've been really good with the ball. And he, and Tannehill is throwing seventy percent with completion rate. So when he puts the ball in the air, most of the time it's a completion. You know what I'm saying? So if I, if I had to guess you a score, I say, I say twenty-seven seventeen, man. Okay. Um, for me, this goes back to last year when Mike and I were doing this podcast and I thought the Patriots were done um, against the Chiefs. I thought they weren't going to win. And against the Rams, I thought they they weren't going to win. And Mike said one thing. He was like, don't bet against Bill Belichick. And I learned my lesson last year. I don't care if they lose this year. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be on that side again. Um, I, I'm sticking with the Patriots here. It's a blizzard. It's going to be a nasty game. Ryan Tannehill is 0-6 in Gillette. Yeah, it was against the Dolphins. Uh, was with the Dolphins. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about when it's going to be snowy, it's going to be nasty weather. And the Titans offense is actually built for that being a run first op- uh, run first team and then being able to open the pass off of that. But I don't think they're going to be able to pass the ball. So you'll see a lot of sta- a lot of players in the box trying to slow down Henry. I think Brady has enough just to get it done. I believe it's another low scoring game. Um, I'll probably go like 20, 20 to 13 uh, Pats and, they move on to the next round. It it would be a very interesting matchup with um, Baltimore and New England. We'll definitely get into that if they move on. But right now I'm going with the Pats. But we'll move on to Sunday. Sunday's games, we're going to the NFC now. They switched, They split up AFC and NFC. I think the first time in a very long time. I can't remember the last time they, they did that. Mm-hmm. But 105, we have the Saints and the Vikings. Rob, I'll start with you here. The Saints are a 7.5 point favorite. Over-under is 47-and-a-half. We're all here Redskins fans. We've seen Captain Kirk in big-time oh, games. Is Captain oh, Kirk going to be able to get it done and beat the Saints, or are they going to roll over the Vikings? Dalvin Cook's going to have to have 600 yards from the last game. <laughs> is, I, I, see no, I see no way the Vikings win this game just because Drew Brees is going to be locked in, serial, serial killer mentality. 
he has been robbed for the past two years, and they're not about to lose to the Vikings at home. I'm going to – I'll go 38, 38 to – shoot, 14, 17, <laughs> however you want to put it. I mean, because they, they have good pass rush, so as long as, as long as they can stop the run with Dalvin Cook, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're, like, they're going to be fine. And, I don't, and he's did he play last game? I don't think he played last game, right? No. Mm. Yeah, he didn't play last game, so he must be – so – I don't know, man. I don't see it. I don't believe in I don't believe in what's it called Captain Kirk, as they call him. You know? And the Vikings defense is they all play off defense though. So if they could if they, if they create some turnovers, it could be interesting, but I see a blowout, man. I, I feel like there's no reason for us to even talk about this game, but we have to because it's on wild card week. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what are your thoughts on this? Uh I definitely agree with uh I guess the output or the decision of the game. I think the Saints win it. Um the reasons behind that. Um, simply because this Saints team in the last two iterations, maybe three iterations of the Saints team, um, they really remind me of the team that won the Super Bowl. I feel like they used the dual running back system on offense to perfection. They found their number one target at first. Um, <clears throat> back in those uh, Super Bowl days, it was Marquise Colson, and then going along the lines, of course, it was Jimmy Graham, and now they retooled it, and now it's Michael Thomas. Um, you know, they get the ball out. It's a, it's a West Coast system to the core. Uh, Michael Thomas broke the um, reception record because it really is a West Coast system. They're slanting all day. There's no doubt in my mind there will be 13 catches from Michael Thomas, 15, excuse me, uh, 10 of them will be slants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13 catches, 15 couple, of them couple, will be slants. Um, don't, don't, forget, don't forget like five hitch routes. Oh, yeah, a couple hitch routes. Uh, they might test them over top, but they don't need to. They can control the game and control the clock how they always have done it. Uh, I'm a camera. Um, I hope that he has kind of his breakout game um, in the playoffs because he – I would want to say he's underperformed at times, but he, I just. I mean, I think ever has. since coming back from injury, he hasn't been. He hasn't, he hasn't been that same. He's been like working his way but, back slowly to see, get to that point. But, but I think but he, he has an ability to like actually explode in this first playoff mm-hmm. game. Which you, which you don't got to realize. You got to realize about that too, though. This is his first year without his without his boy, Mark Ingram, and, and without his boy in Baltimore, right? So he's not he's not not he's not used to getting all these snaps per game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's not in the game. Like he came he came in the game second down, third down. He might pay what 32, 34 snaps a game. Yeah. He's fresh. He's fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been playing. He hasn't been playing. He's been playing limited snaps for the most part, and he's kind of working himself. But I think Mikey made an excellent point, and that's kind of the point I'm hoping that happens that he explodes. Um, but the thing is, and and Robbie mentioned it, that Saints pat rush is just uh, ridiculous. And at the end of the day, when you ask Kirk Cousins to make you know winning decisions, he's not going to do it. And he's um, not mobile. Yes, he's not mobile. Like, he, he if he gets trapped mobile. in the pocket, pocket, he's he's not running. He's not even going to get you really two yards. Easy. He's scared to make that throw. Like he'll rather just drop it off. Exactly, and on third and thirteen, try to get that first. Instead of trying to get that first, I guess. Down. And I guess my <laughs> biggest knock against him, like, and unlike what the Saints have, which is a, a proven Hall of Fame quarterback, Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, he's not a winner. He called himself an eight and eight quarterback, and I always hold that against him. A five hundred quarterback out there to misquote him. Um, they're ten and six now, but. That first half of the season, they were talking about blowing up the whole thing. Stephon Diggs said he wanted a trade. You know, it got blown off because they started winning. But this 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 team, the Vikings, they always find a way to kind of scratch and claw and get some wins. But at the end of the day, the Saints are, in my opinion, a powerhouse in the NFC, and I don't see them losing this week. So, um, yes, they're in the wild card, in the, but I, in the dome, yeah, like in the dome, yeah, yes, they're, yes, no. they're in the wild card. Uh, they didn't get the buy. Uh, you know that that is what it is. But at the end of the day, the Saints will be victorious. Yep, uh, that's exactly where I'm coming from. If Kirk Cousins is to win this game for the Vikings, I will never make a joke about him not being. Oh no doubt, because (laughs) 
if, if he goes to the dome, if he goes to the dome and wear out, if he goes there, into like, that dome and wins. where it's going to be an electric atmosphere, the Saints are mad off of the past two years with the Minnesota Miracle uh, two years ago with Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs, and then and they were going off to the next round, and I think they beat that Eagles team with Nick Foles, and I think they win that Super Bowl, and then last oh, year sure. against the Rams. I think they beat the Rams, and I think they, they win, win the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So this year, after all of that, this game has written all over it a 20 to 25-point blowout. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints are right now are the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I have them winning the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl team. I'm, I'm just saying now. I like it. This is a game where they have to go out and just prove their dominance. They're going to go to San Francisco next week, and it's going to be a tough game. But this is the type of game where you assert your dominance early and let everybody in the league, league know that – this is our year, and I think that's going to be the type of game. Yeah, this, um, Kirk has the ability to he, – he, he, he is a good passer when he has time and in play action and in the system of you have your scripted out plays. But as once you get out of that scripted plays, when things start to change, is he go to, going to be able to adapt to what is going on in the game? And I don't right. believe he has that ability to, and that's why he's not considered clutch. We saw in the Packers game, they could have won that game. So mm-hmm. many, It wasn't a high-scoring game. And he uh-uh. just couldn't do it. But Aaron Rodgers been in that situation before, got, uh, did enough to get it done. Kirk Cousins in the biggest games, Monday Night Football, has not done it. And <laughs> a lot of primetime's game, we haven't seen him come through. I think the Cowboys game this year was the only one where we were like, oh, wow, Kirk actually was able to do something. And that was really a yeah, factor. But the, Cowboys, the Cowboys are sorry. Exactly. The Cowboys <laughs> did, he couldn't even win. Uh, the they, had, they, had the t- they had the talent, but no coaching. Yeah. So, so it, but I feel, the, I feel the same way you do. Like, because, you know, I'll pick the Saints too to win it all. So we already know Drew Brees is in the Hall of Fame, but I feel like this one is to like this. Secure. This is like this is like cement. Like this he's like is, y'all need stop playing with me. Like, like, Lord, yeah, like stop playing. Like, yeah. first of all, y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all didn't even put me. Oh, in I'm, I'm, I'm not a top ten quarterback. Okay, stop playing with me. That's that, that's the type of year he's coming on. Right. And I I think I think the Saints are going to roll uh, this game. And we we were talking about it beforehand. We were like, why would they put the Saints at one o'clock? And maybe this is the reason because they know that this is going to be a blowout, so people don't have to pay as much attention. Hey, uh, to this game. At least Kirk isn't playing on primetime. He might have requested that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, can I, get, can I get one o'clock on a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> the rest um, Moving on to the last game of Wild Card Weekend. Very uh, fun uh, game. Uh. The Philadelphia Eagles versus the Seattle Seahawks. Um, this game has gone back and forth line-wise. Right now, Philly is the underdog by one and a half. The over-under is 46. <laughs> The Seahawks were in a great game against the 49ers to end off uh, the regular season. It looked like they were going to win that game. And just to inch short, just crazy how, how much everything could have changed if, uh, if they were able to score that touchdown. But, Mike, you hear the Seahawks versus the Eagles. Who do you have winning and who do you have advancing and why? Man, um, I will say one thing about the Seahawks not having home field and not having well, – not having that first home game, um, it hurts them because we know how it gets at the 12th man. We know how it gets in Seattle, Washington when they're playing at home. I'll, uh, regardless of that and regardless of anything, Seahawks are simply the better team all around, in my opinion. Um, the only thing I guess would be a little bit suspect maybe is their defense because they, you know, it, they've been in a couple games where it's like, all right, this is not the Seattle. Well, we're not seeing, we're not seeing the guys that used to be out there and go be headhunters on defense. But at the end of the day, are they categorically in every way better than the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles have to play to the last, to the last game with you know in competition with the Dallas Cowboys to get this spot. Um, whoever NFC East team you put right here in this spot, they were losing to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, simply put, Russell Wilson, if Lamar Jackson is doesn't have the year, guys, Russell Wilson is a league MVP, no doubt in my mind. 
without a doubt. He carried this Seattle Seahawks team. And I think he'll continue to do that. Um, and not just that, but the additions they made, you know, Marshawn Lynch, he's not going to get you 150 yards. But we saw last week that he could still get you that key touchdown. And I wish they would have got that playoff last week because I think they win it. I think they're playing at home. Um, yeah, they didn't get that false start. Not a false start, but the delay game. Because they get, Marsh- they, get the, they get the bye, right? No, they, they, they weren't. Game, able, right? They couldn't get the bye. They yeah, but the number three at home. Okay. Regardless of whatever happened last week, um, I have the Seahawks taking it. Uh, it won't be a blowout. I, I don't think that uh, the Eagles are a, a hard nosed team. Um, but it's just that injuries this year and things like that has just hurt them. The receiver play has been terrible. Um, I, I wish that the Eagles would have stayed healthy. Uh, healthy, you know, we're missing guys like Deshaun Jackson, and we're missing a good receiver play like that. But I Alshon. mean, shoot, uh, yeah, Alshon Jeffrey, and the list goes on. Uh, you have to rely on Nelson Aguilar and Greg Ward Jr. to be your leading receivers. This is not going to happen. Hey, Greg Ward Jr. been balling. Hey, and he has been balling, and I love seeing that's a great story. But this playoff football, man, and. It doesn't matter what iteration of the Seahawks you put out there. They will probably play great defense against a team like the Eagles with the situation they're in. So uh, I have to take the Seahawks. I think uh, superior quarterback play and just overall just a better uh, just culture and team win this game. But uh, shout out to the Eagles for making it this far because there was times this season where I'm like, this team doesn't look like a playoff team, but of course they'll probably still get it just because the Cowboys are – the Cowboys. So, uh, Seahawks take it. It's no question in my mind. Uh, I don't think it's a blowout, but I don't think it's a close game either, really. Rob? I got a 27-20 uh, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I, predict, I predicted this. As soon as it came out, I already had the notes together when we was talking about it. I just automatically believe in Russell Wilson. Like, if, if he had a church, I would go to it. <laughs> like, I I just believe in this guy. You know what I'm saying? And like like you like Michael touched on, it's just the Eagles and yeah, they've been winning games, but who have they been winning games against in these past five weeks? Like, you know what I mean? And like they're both two hard nosed teams, but they're they're both teams that like like are, they're they're in the game throughout the whole game. Like they're never really down mm-hmm. or they're never really up. So, you know, one swing of the football or one fumble, you know, the, the Eagles could win this game. But overall, like I said, I believe in Russell Wilson, I believe in the culture. I believe in the talent that they have on defense and the Eagles don't really have that many playmakers. You know, Carson Wentz is going to have to make some magic, as they say, and you, to win this game. But, yeah, I got the Seahawks, man. Like, like, like everything that this Michael touched on is just the same way I feel. Just too talented, better coaching, and Russell Wilson at the end of the day. Yeah, I was going to go with the Seahawks, but I, listening, I just flipped, I flipped, my, I flipped my pick. I'm going with the Eagles. Um, hmm. I think wow. the – we're not talking about how – Injured the Seahawks are too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have they don't have Good any point. of their top three running backs. Their running backs right now are Travis Homer and an old Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, he had the yeah. touchdown and he had the thirteen yard run, but besides that, he was averaging like two yards per carry. So it's who's who's second title locker or DK Metcalf though? What you say? So who's second title locker or DK Metcalf? That's the thing. I, I think the Eagles' defense has proven that they they can have the ability to get it done. Yes. Like. They're not. They're not like a all-star defense by any by any means. Like they they do have injuries on the defensive end too. But they were able to. Yeah, Amari Cooper. Yeah, I would consider the top ten defense. Like. Yeah, Amari Cooper isn't. He isn't what he was before. But they were able to slow him down. And Gallup was. Yeah, but the the Cowboys was just a broken team overall, and the coaching and the, and the play calling they, they had was terrible. Even we even we put up points on them. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you put what You put yeah, you put up points on them, but it was. I feel like in that game it was it was also injury based. I think both of the teams are injured, and what I'm leaning to is that 
he talks about how the 12th man in Seattle was would carry the Seahawks if they had a home game. I think that Philadelphia Eagles crowd, Lincoln Financial, after it looked like the season was going to be dire, they're going to be crazy. They're going to be rabid. And Carson Wentz has to go out and prove something. Everybody's been doubting him, saying, look, maybe you should have kept Nick Foles. He hasn't been able to get it done. I think they go out on offense and they're able to bring it to uh, the Seahawks. I, I don't know. It's just one of those games where I feel like everybody's doubting the Eagles that we could just see uh, the yeah the Eagles that we can see them just come out of nowhere and be able to um, be able to bring it to Seattle. I just, and I just don't I don't I don't believe in that secondary. And then it's like you know with uh, then on with Zach Ertz and his fractured ribs and everything too. It's just but it looks like, like it looks like Ertz, that's his Ertz, best receiver. Ertz is going to be able to. It looks like Ertz is going to be able to. Yeah. He, Oh, he's gonna play. He's gonna play, no doubt. But you know, in, injuries linger. You know what I'm saying? And quarter, Miles Sanders said he's gonna be able to. He's gonna be good, and he's gonna um, be able to go. And Carson Wentz, he he's been balling. I mean, they put up a stat uh, during during the Giants game that over I think the past month in the fourth quarter, Carson Wentz has been the best QB in the NFL and mm. uh, completion yards and in, in uh, completions and yards and every right, almost every right. category and. The Seahawks have played almost every single game as a one-score game. So if it's a one-score game, yeah, Russell Wilson, he can get it done. But I also believe Carson Wentz, he's been in playoff games for the past three weeks. Every game has been a do-or-die for him, and they've been able to get right. it done. Yeah, it's against the lowly NFC East. Lowered, but, saying, but they've like, still been able to get it done and, when they need to. And, and, they, and the East team was still, except the Cowboys, of course, but each team was still be able to put up points. And even Miami got, what, 38 on them? Yeah. Yep. They, so it's just like I don't. I just feel like that secondary is going to crumble in the playoffs. I don't. I, 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 just, I don't. I don't I think. Feel... I don't think Russell Wilson going to have enough time. I mean, he is two offensive linemen already down, already out for the playoffs. So you, you have two kind of relatively new linemen going there, and Fetty, he's not a great offensive lineman either. I think with the Eagles' pass rush, they're going to be able to disrupt. Russell Wilson enough where the secondary can be kind of compensated for, and I think the Eagles pull off the upset. I mean, yeah. they they they've gone to they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and they know what it takes. And this is maybe Carson Wentz's first time in um in the playoffs as the starting well, no, quarterback. This, you know, maybe this is yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's first, first time. Cool. But it's also he's also been a part of a team where he led them to an eleven and two season before he tore his ACL and, MVP uh, and all that. Yeah, he was the MVP MVP, the, MVP, yeah, MVP that MVP. season. So. We see still to the guy. Yeah, that I don't like the, I, talking about that football. Yeah, it was what Brady ended up winning that MVP, right? Yeah, so, we know how that goes. So yeah, that, we exactly you know exactly how that goes. So I think it's going to be a very very um interesting game. I honestly think besides the Saints and Vikings game, we have we have three other. You have three. Um, yeah, great great weekend. Yeah, great, three great, great games cool. for this weekend. Um, I know we'll be back tomorrow with an episode on the state of the Redskins. So this is a. A DMV specific episode for tomorrow's yes, episode, sir. and then I think I, y'all saw the tweets. Yeah, oh, they yeah, always oh, tweet oh. that, my boy. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, and See we, we already know who's in the number two pick is going to be Chase Young to the Washington Redskins. And then on yes, Sunday sir. we will be Sunday night we'll drop an episode recapping Wild Card Weekend, and then Monday we will be previewing divisional round. And <laughs> we think these this week's games are good. Next week is going to be even better with. Uh, us getting the Ravens, Chiefs, uh, 49ers, and Packers into the mix. So definitely should be a fun weekend of football. But for Mike, for Micah, and for Rob, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. 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 Peace.